0: man. next up next up next up and this song was very very entertaining for me Mises with mandates you want to start off on this one I ain't got a lot written on here I think this is a perfect song perfect 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 everything and it was a surprise because it came from Mises but the content was not surprising and I and I was I was expecting him to hit me with a whole lot of God talk but it wasn't there you know, I was expecting him to throw out some Bible verses and be wrong, but it wasn't that. This was a perfect song. I looked, and one line that I put, I wrote down. He said, "Stop pushing on kids where your noodle go. <laughs> that right there alone was enough. <laughs> like, bro, like that's when you add comedy into something that is political. You know, now now you're you're touching on other emotional spectrums. Now you, you already hit them with the with the they're intrigued. But when you hit him with that comedy, you make him laugh or giggle, like, oh, okay, okay. But even if it's somebody that doesn't agree with you, what you said, that was still a funny line. You know, there's nothing negative about this entire video, even though some people might think that the content matter was negative for him to even touch on. But you know, Melissa Mises has a religious background. Um, and he Very is much- definitely, definitely heavy into pushing, you know, his Beliefs and which is not wrong for anybody because everybody out there that has a mic should be doing that. He did this perfectly. There isn't anything negative about this video. Every angle was perfect. The 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 lighting was perfect. The rainbow stuff that he was throwing around, it was perfect. Like this was not this and it was done, and we're talking about gays in the agenda. And the shirt that you have, mandates are gay. I want one. I'm probably gonna get one. Um but it, that is it's a play on words, which is Mises is perfect at doing playing on words because he's a he's a metaphorist. If I don't know if that's a real word, but he he will Metaphors. bar you to death. He will bar you to death. Um I put this in, in video of the year just because of the content, just because of how he did the content matter. And I want and I'm gonna circle back around to say when you're talking about these type of subjects and you want to make it as entertaining as possible without preaching. And I'm talking to those other folks that are over there in that gospel rap realm, and especially that's are doing gospel rap and country rap, Bryson Gray, Tyson James, uh, Topher. Like, this is the route that you need to be going. This angle, this topic, this subject matter, this way that he formulated this song, this doesn't ruffle feathers. This is entertaining. And you, and even and I'm saying this to those guys and the ones that are in that same pocket. You, when you are trying to push your thoughts and your agenda, and you don't want to beat them over the head with the Bible, this is the way to do it. You don't want to go out there and do the whole shameful thing or woe is me type of thing. No, you want to do it in a way that, oh, shit, I'm, I'm dancing to something, and I'm also being entertained. I'm also being educated. Because he hitting you with a what a house beat. And and I don't even know if me I didn't know Mises had it in him, but thank God he does because this is perfect. This is this is one of the songs of the year that needs to be on radio today, but it will never be because of the subject matter. But Mises, this is absolutely one of my favorite songs right now. It is in heavy rotation. Um let me tell you what I thought was even dope. All the Drake fans out there. My man jumped in Drake's lane. Right. Like, Drake's last album is this entire tempo. I thought so if you are album. a DJ mixing Drake's last album, mm-hmm. you uh, can throw this record behind you. Bro, they ain't. They would do that, pal. No, I'm just, Drake, I hated Drake's album, by the way. I thought it was ass. And for, for it to be in the hip-hop category, when it, he only rapped in one song, which is yeah. the last song on the album, absolute ass. But you don't think this song fits? Oh, job? for sure, for sure. This is definitely in that realm. And yeah, I think sure. Mies has done it on purpose. I don't know because I don't know how long this song has been sitting on his on his hard drive. All this, right now, this, this, this subject matter has been a, a very touchy subject for the last few years. Yes, and, and for them to for him to release it and say that they need to stop pushing their gay agenda, I respect that. Um. um and I would say this, and I agree with you. I have absolutely no problem with your sexual preference. And I, I'm one of these people who have probably been in denial. When I hear people saying they're pushing it, pushing it, pushing it. I've been in denial. Because I just feel like, especially when it comes to television, I feel okay. like television is just a replication of what's going on in real life. But now it's become to a point I'm like, okay. I think now when you do a show... You have your people are intentionally writing in a gay character. It's 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 about inclusiveness. Yes, and with with our very sensitive ass culture in 2022, we have to try to include all these other little pockets. You got to include somebody that's not Christian, Um, and you got to include somebody that's in the LGBTQ. A, B, C, D, E, F, G community. You gotta do, you gotta add them people in the whole spectrum just for the inclusiveness. Now, I think that's part of the agenda, quote unquote, is the inclusiveness. It isn't so much that they're pushing gays, it's just that they're trying to not, not be offensive yeah, by by leaving somebody out. So at first it was, you know, I mean, truth be told, it wasn't a lot of times where there was black faces on TV especially on on news anchors, you know, but when we started doing, when we started seeing more, now we were being, they were, I and I don't want to think of this being done in some sort of token way, but some of it was, you know, some of it was some sort of affirmative action. Well, uh, or <laughs> women. Well, that too. Like, Do you remember well, at, at a point in time there was not one woman on ESPN? Absolutely. Now, absolutely. every single show has at least one woman. or Or, or, Calling the damn games, especially with baseball, because that shit just happened the last three, four years. Yes. you know. But now you got you got, got le- girls, you got ladies, females calling games on ESPN, but not some side network. It's on the major network, so it's about the inclusiveness. That is the agenda. I don't think there's now. I don't know. I don't. I don't know of a gay agenda. I know that there is an inclusive agenda, but that damn inclusive list is long as fuck now because you got to include. Now you got to throw in the. The Democrats, the Republicans. And now you gotta throw in the, the, the independent. Now you gotta do male, female, and some sort of gay. And whether that gay is somewhere on that spectrum, you gotta throw that in there. Then you gotta throw in the other folks that's on the religion spectrum. And there's dozens and hundreds of religions that are out there. There's narratives of other ones. So that damn list is getting long as hell. And I don't I don't care for that. You know, I do care to see my people on TV. And and I will genuinely lean towards watching a program when i see my people i'm not going to lie about that so a national program trying to be all inclusive they have to do that they have to do the i'm going to throw a gay kid out there you know or i'm going to throw this hispanic kid on tv you know because i want to capture that but audience i'm going to be honest when you talk about that and you mention hispanics right 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 i think hispanics to a certain degree are getting left behind because I'm seeing more gay characters. But but they are getting left behind because Hispanics really don't give a shit. Because the Hispanics have already segregated themselves and they have their own programming. Oh manudo Salamundo. They, 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 they bro they got they got all kind they and they have had it for years, like decades. Right. They have the, they understood that we were not going to be included in the program. So the issue with us is that we don't like to be included. Or, no, we don't like to be excluded, but when we are included, we want to pick and choose what 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 shade of that spectrum we want to be seeing look, on TV. All right, look, you're gonna you're gonna take. <laughs> I mean, it I'm, I'm saying it is it is. No, no, no you're 100 percent right, but you're gonna make an episode because you're right. We right. want to be included, but you're gonna include us the way we want to be included. Right, right. You, we, well, I'm, I'm gonna give you this, but I'm gonna tell you how to use it. No, no, that we can't we can't do that. But at the same time, and I'm a firm believer of this. Stop trying to be included in everything. If the motherfucker don't want you included, fuck them. Create your own shit over here and 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 embrace the exclusivity. Hispanics have done that. The 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 and I'm gonna say the Indians, but the people that are from India, I'm talking not I'm talking about those people. Those people have 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 no quarrels of creating their own programming. They have their own stations and shit over there anyway. They don't care about being included over here. We're talking about inclusivity over here when. They don't have to. The Hispanics don't have to. They have entire countries that speak an entire language that they understand. We are trying to include the ones that are here over here in our programming. We, we don't really have to. Like, I'm okay with not embracing that shit. If they don't, and I have said this for years and we, and we keep fighting for inclusiveness, fuck them. If they don't want you involved, Stop trying to involve yourself. Like, really, just exclude that shit and make your own lane. Now, if it, it, the United States government, I'm gonna say this because at one time it was illegal to do all the shit that Mises was talking about in this in his video. It was there were laws on the book stating that you could not do those type of things. There are laws right now that are in threat that are threatening gay marriage right now um, um, because of what just happened in the Supreme Court, and that shit's gonna trickle down because that we're, we're not being seen as equal. <clears throat> I'm not going on that tangent. What we need to focus on is the love. What we need to be focusing on, that's another human being. We got to love them regardless. Because, And I've said this analogy a thousand times. If at one point an alien race came through this atmosphere, we are all targets. We're all going to be meat. <laughs> we are all going to be a threat to them. They don't give a shit if you gay, straight, lesbian, uh, or a Republican, Democrat, black, blind, white. black, white, purple, green, they don't give a damn. They are they see you as a threat and they are here to either eat us or kill us. We need to bond together as humans now. We need to look at each other as human beings now, not when the threat happens or whenever some bullshit is being trumped up. Like but none of that makes sense. Or you know. Or the, if it's if 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 another country is attacking us, they're not just gonna attack the blacks. Exactly. They're we're not going to attack the whites. We're all Americans. We're all Americans. And they're going to bomb this bitch regardless. They don't give a damn who is here, including the Americans that came from over there, that came to here and now, now are Americans. You know what? You're going to die with them too. They don't care. But we need to be this, is, this, this planet is very delicate. This planet is is very unique. Until we find another planet like us, we are one of a kind. We need to be treating ourselves that way. We are all special. We should we and we should love each other that way, not conditionally, you know. Which is the bullshit that I keep hearing in all the other agendas. But you know, that's neither here nor there. That's a whole other episode and another tangent. But Mises, by far, one of your most entertaining records, and maybe not lyrically one of your best, but definitely structurally wise and production wise, this is one of your best records. Let me say this, and because I, I know um, um, Mises and and Burden are close. And I'm gonna come back to that, but I, I don't think Burden could have done this. No, but remember the last time we reviewed Burden, we said, Damn, a political dance song. Yeah, but this is really a political dance yeah. song. <laughs> yeah. we, but we admire Burden for the right. tempo he took, and Mises went a whole different direction, but put it on another level. You know what he did though? He hit the tempo for the gays. Yes, because the gays are in the EDM dance yes. record, they're in that. So this is a record that. They can embrace that they can support if they believe in the words that he is saying. If not, they can still be thrown in there by the DJ, like you said, during the mix of one of those other records that are being played for that demographic. This is this is a genius move by him. I support it 1,000%. He's going to come through Sache UK, UK, UK. <laughs> A couple of questions ahead. Now, I had. Oh, like- oh, no, no shot to Mises though. Mises, I don't think you could have kept, kept, dealt with this one. Your Yours is more West Coast, hyphy type shit. You, this is a different type of beat, different type of tempo. I don't think you could have held this the way yeah, Mises yeah. did. Um, I did like. Um, he said something. And I, don't quote me. ABC is being the ABCs are being re, uh, replaced with LGBs. Yeah, yeah. I, I thought that was dope. Now this, I do have a question, Mises, or anybody who's a fan of Mises, please help me. Um, there's a lot of representation of Coco Melon in this video. What's that? Coco Melon is a cartoon. I only know because of my grandkids. Okay. Is Coco Melon gay? Someone please in the chat let me know. Because uh, we sell Coco Melon at Party City. My grandkids love Coco Melon. It's very, very colorful. But I noticed Mises has the Coco Melon dolls sitting on the table. And I'm like, hmm, is it something about Coco Melon I need to watch a little closer? Because my grandbaby was like, Coco, Coco mm-hmm. Melon, put on people Coco Melon. I'm like, well, I can watch Coco Melon. So Do I need to watch Coco Mello with a different eye now? And I don't know. The last thing I want to say is, Mises, where did you get that big chair with those colors? They probably had that custom made for the video. Because that chair is huge. And it's definitely representation. And my last thing, and this one made me, I'm like, hmm. So the mask thing. When he say, "What? What are you still wearing a mask for?" Right. And I asked, him, "Like, there are still maybe a, a few people that still wear masks." That one made me just think, like, "Hmm, hmm, okay." This this record gave me a lot of things to ponder. Like, all right, and he says you hit it on the head with this one, but great video, perfect video. Um, and Drake would be proud. Drake should hear this record. Drake should get on this record. No, Drake ain't, finna, Drake, Drake ain't finna Drake should Drake should snatch this record and make it his own. Boy, Drake is not finna mess with his money like that. <laughs> Drake will probably love this record and be like, oh no. <laughs> no touching, no touching. <laughs> yeah, touch that. I made way too much money over there to be on that. All right, man. Last video of the day. And um, um based on the Google search, Coco Melon is a gay character. Oh, is it? Yeah. OK, I didn't know. I just know that we sell shit tons of Coco Melon party accessories in Party City. Okay. I'm going to start asking the parents. I'm, when they come up, I'm like, hey, you know you're gay, right? <laughs> I just want to see how many. <laughs> I'm going to start doing that. Because you know I don't even know if the parents know. Right. A lot of times as a parent or grandparent, we're just being guided, just buying what our kids ask for. Bro, you're gonna open up a can. Somebody gonna be and and. okay. I'm like, okay, I just I didn't know if you know. I'm I just did my Googles and I just found out. So I didn't know if you knew or not. And and nothing. And nothing. I just I didn't know. Combo, just small combo. Can I get your email address, please? (laughs) Last video of the episode. Is, I, I used to be like, oh, especially when, when and I would do it for Spike, especially when I was at work in retail. I would be like, you know, um, they would buy like a character from Dragon Ball Z. And I would, I would be like, you know, you know, he's based on a black character, right? And then they give me that look like, and I'm like, now nah, I'm just playing, you know, just see what you what your expression will go. <laughs> I've never done that, but I'm definitely <laughs> going to do it with Cocoa Miller. Okay, <laughs> for real. I'm a. i am I wish I. I wish I. Because some of the things I do say to customers, I wish I could have a hidden camera. Right. But, oh yeah, cocoa melon. You can get it from now on. <laughs> bro, for real. I didn't. I didn't know. Mises, thank you for educating me because I never get. Bro, we sell shit tons of cocoa melon. And, and cocoa be- melon gets played in this house at least once a week when when MJ comes over. Now right melon. Are they kissing? I bro I. You know what? Call me a bad grandparent. I have never watched one millisecond of Coco Melon other than putting it on for MJ. I mean, how I, how I haven't. I don't even know what it is. So, I, like you said, I I had to ask you what was it. But if they're not kissing, or they're saying that they like. I, first of all, I don't think a child can have that preference that early. Um, but I, I mean, I, I'm not getting into this shit. But that's a whole other topic for another day. But I do not. I don't know how that is pushing an agenda. Now, if Coco Mellon's parents were gay, um, then that would that would probably be on the lines of semi pushing the agenda. But if this is a kid um, and this kid has got a boyfriend or a girlfriend of the same sex, um, I, I then then yes, that would be pushing it because you're constantly pushing it, putting it in kids' faces and Kids at that age, they're highly impressionable, uh, and you start steering them in a certain way because they they pretty really much emulate what is what they see on TV, um, word for word and visually. But I, I I don't unless they're kissing or doing some other shit. I don't see how that is pushing the agenda. But hey, that, that'll be something we talk about when we have Mises on the show for an interview. Um. So and then after I say this, I'm going to move forward. I'm going to reach out to Mises while you're talking about that. See if we can set up an interview. I just looked and I just looked up sixteen cartoons. 16 cartoon shows with with awesome LGBTQ characters. Okay. And Coco Melon is not mentioned. SpongeBob is. SpongeBob ain't gay. A character in SpongeBob. Oh. Author is mentioned. Uh, Yeah, I think one of them characters did come out as gay. They're in the comic book as gay. They have a boyfriend or girlfriend. I can't remember which one. Um Scooby Doo. Who gay and Scooby? I'm not gonna read it, but definitely they Velma? they Velma? Velma gay? Uh yeah, Velma. Damn. Um I never even heard of that cartoon. The Owl House. She ra She You remember I don't She-ra? remember she were being gay. She didn't have a girlfriend. Even a new one. I don't think she had a girlfriend. Well, she and "The Princess of Power." Is the name of the show? Right, well, I remember that. <clears throat> oh, they say she rides gay. I don't remember her having a girlfriend, bruh. Right? Well, I've never watched Ducktales. I don't remember nothing in Ducktales being gay. Arthur. we already talked about that. One. Let's let's get off of this gay train before we yeah, yeah. before we get some uh snippets on the lgbtq hate hate wall before we go viral for the wrong reason <laughs> right all right last video of the day and this artist is not a country rep artist but we're reviewing this video for the feature mr. and it was Brant- a hell of a feature too yes sir mr brantley gilbert <laughs> and then featuring jelly roll and the name of this song is son of the south the first thing i gotta say is Why is this song Brantley Gilbert featuring Jelly Roll? Right, it should be Jelly Roll featuring Brantley Gilbert. (laughs) Exactly. Because Jelly Roll (laughs) has two. Matter of fact, this is the first time we've heard Jelly Roll spit two verses in a song since we've Mm -hmm. been doing this show. Two full verses. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Matter of fact, Brantley Gilbert is only on the hook until the last verse. And there wasn't even really a verse. The last, it was like an outro or or maybe an interlude. It's almost like somebody said, Brantley, you know you got to do something else on here. right? <laughs> um, Hey, man, perfect. So Jelly. All I can do is bow to Jelly, Roll. He killed this record. Jelly Roll comes through about every six months and reminds us why he is on that country route, Mount Rushmore. It, it's, I got the same thing. Jelly Roll just wanted to remind y'all he's still the, still got bars, and will out all of y'all. That's what I wrote there. And we probably said the same thing on the Yellow Wolf feature. Oh, Hillary. yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And oh, yeah. on the um Adam whatever, whatever feature, we probably say the same thing. Jelly just comes to remind us, don't play. Oh, this is, um, I put this in the collab. I don't right. even know who the fuck Brantley Gilbert is. <laughs> Brantley, you got outshined on your on your own song. He's a but, singer. But, but I know, but this year, as much as we be wanting to get Jelly Roll and you gave us two verses, this right here, this is collab of the year. And it's going in the category, but not so far Jelly is in two of the songs. So it ain't looking good for y'all, some of y'all out there. Y'all, y'all need to step up your work. Hey man. Shout out to Jelly. Um, first of all, let me say shout out to Jelly for everyone who hasn't had a didn't get a chance to see him on Jimmy Kimmel, go back and YouTube his performance on Jimmy Kimmel. That was huge for country rap. Yes. Huge for country. Um, man, Jelly Flow is Jelly's flow. I love the video though. I thought the video was dope. How they're basically in front, in front of the farm, just out there rocking out with the ATVs and the trucks right. just circling around them. I don't know if you could have got me to be in that video because I'd be like, hey man, they have truck coming a little too close, or they throwing dirt. But I thought that was really, really cool. The only thing I didn't like about the video was the bar scene with the fight. Y'all could have gave us more of that because that girl was handling her business. Yeah, she was whooping his ass. She probably I, put a whole six-pack crack his head. Like, I initially felt bad. Why? Because he, he drug her across the bar. Oh, and yeah. I, she' going to catch the business now. <laughs> I'm like, that's domestic violence. You can't do no it girl like that. Yeah. <laughs> that was my first. I'm like, damn. Y'all going to put that in the beach? He, he monkey drug her ass. <laughs> Boy, but once she got to the other side. She handed her home, but I really, really thoroughly enjoyed this video. Jelly, you are a icon, sir. And I don't know what a Jelly Roll feature costs, but some of y'all might need to pool y'all money together. No, he, he I, he, I don't even think they can handle that. number. if you ain't up there in the top 10, I don't think you can afford him right now. I think these are probably the only time, because Brantley Gilbert is a huge country artist. Bro, Brandley, let me, speaking of that, these are the, some of the, Bradley Gilbert's on Big Machine Label Group, right? This ain't. This is a big independent. So it's a major independent. We'll call it that. These are some of the other people that's on the same label as him. Rascal Flats, Tim McGraw. Yeah, I say no more. Thomas Thomas Red. Oh no, they get bigger. Thomas Red, Sugarland, Cheryl Crow, Florida Georgia Line, and our boy Kid G. They're all Kid over G. there. Kid, all over there, bro. Kid G is there. Kid G is there. We were trying to figure out where he was going to end up. We're like, oh, okay. oh, you should have showed up two years later over here. Okay, cool, cool, cool. We know where you are. All yeah. right, you in a good pocket. You in a good space. But this ain't, this ain't, this ain't little money over here, y'all. Not, and I, don't, I don't want nobody to think that just because it's an independent, this is a major independent. There are levels to this shit. And we got, we got independents over here already because everybody over is independent. But this is probably. I um I can't even give you their annual revenue, but this is probably in the low. I can't give it billions. This is in triple digit millions, based on their sales and the artists that they have for sure. Florida Georgia Line is enough to sustain them. They don't even need any other artists. Everybody else on here is just Cheryl Crow and Rascal Flatts and Sugarland and and Tim McGraw. They're they're fucking legacy artists. They don't need them. They're over there for the support. To help build everybody else that is over there they 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 is and these artists don't need this label, but this label has a stable of solid acts that are there, and lo and behold, we got Kid G, who's a rookie over there that is that can mentor from all these other folks that are over there that are doing country i I really do think that he needs to be start rapping a little bit more, but you know if you're gonna miss that lane, that is fine, I'm not mad at that, but back to this record, jelly's verse, he had two verses. The first verse was on the traditional. And we talking about, you know, hip hop, top 10 type shit. You know, that's Jelly being Jelly. But the second verse is more on a country rap with a rock influence type. He just did that just to show that one, he can do it. But two, his now music is leaning more towards that. You know, the the Jelly Roll that we're hearing on the radio right now, this is, that's the new, Jelly. this is the reinvented 2022 version of Jelly. Jelly is so multifaceted that he has labels within himself. He can do all of these other genres and sub-genres within himself and put out an album here. Jelly can do five albums in one year and they'll touch different genres and different demographics. And I don't know if all five would cross over, but I think two of the five will buy into each one of those as you're moving along, as he's dropping the album. But he could probably go platinum five times within a year easily with the right machine behind him. I don't, he's not over here on big machine label. Because he wasn't listed as one of the artists, but Brantley Gilbert is. Jelly could probably sign his own check right now, or at least start soliciting himself, like, "Hey, I'm a free agent. What, what what kind of deal you want to throw on this table?" You know, because initially, and this is something I hadn't talked about initially, and I had a conversation with Jelly. Jelly was going to be a part of the Mako deal that we were trying to do with Warner Brothers. Jelly was the number one act outside of Gator in his back catalog, and then Savannah. But yeah, Jelly was, Jelly was down that road. And hopefully he can reopen those conversations with Warner Brothers, real conversations with Warner Brothers and other people that are over there. And maybe he can get that big deal right now. And he can do country first, Southern Rock second, and then country rap third, fourth-ish, if you want to even push it back some more. But Jelly, he, he can do that. He has the talent to be able to do it. Well, I ain't even going to lie, bro. Jelly says it in the verse. He's somewhere in between Hank Williams, three six, and Kid Rock. That's perfect for Jelly. <laughs> that that on true. That second verse, he says, "I'm somewhere <laughs> between Hank three six and Kid Rock." That's true. I-, I thought that was a dope verse. Uh, and all of those fans of those people know who the hell Jelly Roll is. And at some point in his career, when they were listening to music, when three six was out, Jelly was out, and he was doing the same. Thugging type shit that they were talking about. But it was a, a different type of demographic. And they didn't know what to do with Jelly at, at that point. They didn't know what to do with any white rapper, really, at that point. You know, they were just trying to scramble and trying to flip that deck to see what it looks like. They didn't know what the demographic was. And I ain't gonna lie, bro. You know, a lot of times you have memories. I had an opportunity to meet Jelly Roll years years ago mm-hmm. during the Selecto Hits days when he was, you know, basically coming through Atlanta. Taking records to independent record stores, right? I had no idea that Jelly Roll would one day be on Jimmy Kimmel. But well, hell, nobody did. He probably did it. Yeah. There's no, there is no way that he. I mean, he persevered, and and he had to switch up some things to be able to do it. But I, I he switched it up and did it the right way, hey. and he stayed true to him, and the fans have supported him one thousand percent. And you got you got to applaud them for that because. At any moment, they could have jumped ship. Like, man, I ain't trying this shit. You know, you singing now, but they 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 supporting him, and he is he's getting a good spotlight right now. He should be nominated for some shit this year. CMT's I mean, gotta recognize Jelly Roll. Oh, absolutely, he's got to be on, not just the CMT. I'm talking about Grammys. Like, he's got to be on some radars this year for sure. And I don't know what label that he is that he released his music from, but he's he's got to be on the. Grammy season doesn't end until September, October-ish. They got time to, you know, start soliciting him to those Grammy voters. But he's got to be on radars right now, for sure. All right. It's that time of the show. It is time for the Project Shoutout. All right. Now, I had to dig for this one, bro. I dig for this one. I didn't know this existed. And this is going to be one I know you are going to appreciate going back Checking out. This project is called Pandemic. Pandemic. Okay. It's a it's kind of um a group project. It's three artists. 205 Legend, Jesse James, Colin Keys, and Coca. Okay. Who's a feature? Huh? Who's the main artist? Coca. They're a group. What's the name of the group? Pandemic, I guess. Okay. Uh, I my, it. It's it's an EP, and the name of it's Pandemic, and it's Colin Keys, 205, Legend Je- Jesse James, and Coca. It's only five songs. I see and, it, and all three are on all five songs. Got it. I'm downloading it now. So I will. I guess. Uh 205 Jesse James, he's an engineer producer, so maybe it's his project and some, but all three are on it, so they're, uh, let's just call them the group called Pandemic. Okay. Five songs. This was actually released August 14th, 2020. So this okay. went completely under the radar. But, had a chance to check it out. Bro, I'm telling you now, anyone who's a fan of the music, this intro is gonna make you listen to the other four songs. This is a great project. Uh, two of all right. The, the project is definitely, definitely held down by Coca and the lyrics. But I've learned something. Or well, this, this project made me realize that when you have groups, and one is an extraordinary lyricist, it makes the average lyricist look dope to me because. Coca is going in so hard on each one of these songs. It made me want to hear Jesse James when lyrically he's not on that level, but it was a great balance. And how Colin came in with the vocals on each record. And on uh-huh. some of the songs, Colin's actually rapping. Um, I just think it was a great balance, great balance EP. Five yeah. songs, got an intro, a song called In The Mist, Rockstar, Time, and an Outro. Y'all get an opportunity, to please check out Pandemic featuring Coca, 205 Legend, Jesse James, which is a really long name, and Colin Keys. All right, that is the project shout out. I'm on that brandy. I don't, I don't, it's it's the first time I done done brandy as a shout out. You gotta think about it. <laughs> Don't, don't throw me. up now. I gotta chase it. <laughs> Woo! I need to mix that boy. Somebody gave me a cheap bottle of brandy. I see why they gave it to me. Oh. Ugh. All right, man. Let's let's do a quick recap. We started the entire show off with Mr. 359. And the name of the joint was Country Light Cold Song. It's coleslaw country. Yeah, okay. I like coles—I don't like everybody's coleslaw, but I do like coleslaw. All right, y'all can follow him on the gram at the real Mister Three Five Nine. That's T H E R E A L M R Three Five Nine. Let's get yeah. him up to two thousand. Following him. All right, then we had Joe Tyler. Oh, you gotta do scram. Oh, and, and, and we also got Scram on that record. And y'all can follow Scram. I got to look him up. Y'all can follow Scram at Scram 13. S-C-R-A-M-N 13. Yep. All right. Get Scram up to, damn, Scram, 31,000. Need to get Scram on the interview, too. We definitely got to get Scram on. All right. Then we had Joe Tyler. And the name of that drunk was Bills Got Paid. And hopefully, everybody got their bills paid by the time you're watching this episode. If not, you're probably already late because it's already beginning of the month. Get your bills paid. All right. You follow Joe Tyler at Joe Tyler 615. J O T Y L E R 615. Let's get him up to 3,000. Man, I'm, a, I'm amazed at how many dope artists are in the genre of country rap who have. Wait, wait, five, wait, wait. here now. Joe Tyler 615. J-O-T-Y-L-E-R. Oh, no, 65. E. Yeah, no, E. No, E. Gotcha. Got it. Oh, I'm following him. Cool, cool, cool. All right. Then we got Mises. St. Mises. He's St. Mises. S-A-I-N-T. M-E-S-U-S. The name of his joint was Mandates. Follow him on the gram. Let's get him up to 18K. And the last we had was Brantley Gilbert featuring Jelly Roll with Son of the South. And Brantley Gilbert don't really need our help, but let's get him up to 1.7 million. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he good. He good, fam. At Brantley Gilbert, B R A N T L E Y G I L B E R T. Or let's get the homie Jelly Roll. Let's get Jelly Roll. Let's go on and get him up to a million because he's at 872 k. And it's at Jelly Roll 615. You know what I've noticed? People represented in Nashville, bro. There are so many so-and-so-and-so 615s out there. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, they represented I'm from Nashville. Because I've said so-and-so-and-so 615 so many right. times. True, true, true. I don't know if it was some kind of mandate in Nashville. They said, when you set up your Instagram, throw the 615 on there. But it's definitely out there. I love I love um, Jelly Roll's tagline, "Reformed drug dealer, active alcoholic, white trash, piece of shit, MMA MMA fan, father, and property of XOMG is money." This link contains real shit. (laughs) (laughs) Shout out to Jelly Man for real, for real. Definitely. Definitely. That is that is perseverance. That is. 100% believing in yourself. And he deserves every single piece of spotlight he's getting right now. Bro, when I see him on Jimmy Kimmel, I'm like, you know what? Country rap is growing in leaps and bounds. I don't even know how many fans are watching. Because to me, when I see, let me say this. I didn't know that Vice done a documentary. You know Vice does our Mm -hmm. documentaries. You know they done one on the Redneck Raid? I didn't know about the Redneck Raid. No, yes. I wasn't gonna. I wasn't gonna watch it no way. But it's okay. Yeah, I, I saw the one on. I, th- I think they did one on Jelly for sure, right? Camera, you go out right here. It's fine. It's cool. There's one on the Redneck Rave. Okay. As a matter of fact, in the Redneck Rave, the creator of the Redneck Rave, pretty much says that he is country money right So he didn't know nothing about this country stuff until about two years ago. Uh oh, huh. <laughs> Watch the documentary, bro. No, I'm not. You tell me about it, cause I'm not gonna watch it. I'm not giving him no um, view. And he also thought mentions the fact that he got a thousand dollar church feature that kind of put him in the game. So it's a money grab. No, no, at at one point it could be considered that. Now he's all in. I would be too if it's about money. Yeah, he said he had Ooh. never he had never done any of the stuff. Someone suggested him to throw shows at mud parks. That's that bullshit, right there. I, hey, I'm, no, I'm, I ain't mad at it. on, look on. I ain't, I ain't mad at it. I don't no, honor it. It's no different than. It's no different than being from Canada. No, that's different. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? I do. We need. That's a whole nother talk. We need to talk about these money on money grabs now, because that now that, now we're just adding them more and more, more to the list. Um, because we had said we were gonna talk about this. What? And I'm just gonna drop it here, okay? Okay. How much time? How much time we got left? Right, we can end it now. And we can talk about it later. We can talk about it in the AMA. Right, go ahead and talk about it. It's probably a good 10 more minutes of talking. If Heather needs need to splice it, she'll splice it. Thomas McDonald is a Canadian rapper, songwriter, and former professional wrestler. McDonald first rose to prominence with release his song, Dear Rappers. His song, Fake, Woke, Snowflakes, and Brainwash all appeared on Billboard in 2021. He's 33 years old, home, Vancouver, Canada. So is this a money grab? I don't know as a money grab, but he's definitely very, very opinionated when it comes to what goes on here. I mean, Drake gets, is, I don't see Drake out here talking about. Drake makes songs for bitches. That's huh? it. Drake makes songs for bitches. Bitches is everywhere, all over the planet. This this dude's music is, is explicitly talking about the stuff that happens. In governments and on this soil, I do. I respect it. I, I mean, you got to respect it because of the content. Because the content is true. You know, if any of that content was not true, then you can't, you can't, can't devalue it. You know, I, I don't know, bro. Like, I, I can't say that he's shit because he's Canadian. I can't give him money grab because. I I don't know. I I really don't know. I I don't want to give Tom McDonald the money grab uh, moniker, but you ain't from here, fam. Like you you from the land of free weed and free healthcare. care. Like we we <laughs> we don't we just experiencing the free weed in certain states. You know, in healthcare they've been trying to fight that shit forever. Like I I I don't know how to perceive this. I can't say that he's not less of a talent because he's not from here. Did it shock you when you found out that he wasn't from here? How about when that? I, what my gut, re- my gut reaction was like, man, fuck that dude. You know, you ain't even from here, but you're talking about us. Like you, you don't, you don't have to live this, you know. <laughs> but uh, I mean, at the same time, I feel the same way when I'm when I hear white rappers talking about oppression or uh, 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 or or racism. Like like, what the fuck you know about it? Like you don't. <laughs> What do you know about being stopped by the police just because you're black? Like, what? The, what are you talking about? Well, you know, but at the same time, I want, I want you for it to be genuine and for it to be a a dialogue that needs to happen. That conversation needs to come from that side, from the side that is doing the oppressing, uh, or, or from the side that is the consensus. Like, I, I, I don't know how I feel about that. I, is he still a dope artist? Yeah. Is Nova still one of the best videographers that are out there yes but does it make me feel a certain way because I know that Tom McDonald's not American a little bit yeah well he has his ski mask that you can buy you know this MAGA right but here's his MAHA what's what's the MAHA make America hate again oh that's easy that's everyday happening so again um, I'm not mad at him because I'm sure he, I, I assume he lives in the country now, um, and maybe maybe he's speaking from a perspective of helping the country improve. But sometimes I also feel like, how do you making the country improve when you're not even of this country? You, there's he, no there's no ramifications of you speaking on us, on what and the shit that happens here because you don't have to deal with it. Now that's that's like me and you debating abortion. We ain't got to deal with. It. Not no more. Not me. Not at all. Period. Like with that's like me and you having a, an, a a conversation about periods, about menstrual cycles. We ain't got to deal with. It. Not not, no not, not 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 from not from a female's perspective. Like okay. I don't. I, how can we? Does it devalue what he says? That's I guess, the
1: question.
0: I, I guess it depends on your stance on solutions. Okay. Like, if you feel like this man is trying to offer suggestions for solution, then maybe you feel like it's valid. If you. But yeah, everything like that he's speaking on, is valid. he doesn't have to deal with it, though. It, I'm not saying it's not valid, but you ain't got to deal with it. Yeah. This is not something that you're going to ever experience if you're not living here. I thought he lived in L.A., he probably um, does live in L.A., but he can always go home. Yeah, and we can't leave. <laughs> Most of us over here got to deal with this. So, I, so I'm, it's, I'm, I feel weird about it, right? And I'm, I'm not. I, I can't say that I've. Don't. That, that would be me lying. Like I, and, and oh, I think that that, be, like you said, is that a Is that a money grab? It's. I would but, put it on the list of saying, yeah, it would be a money. Because grab. Because Eminem, let's just compare Tom's to Eminem, right? Right. Worst case scenario, Eminem could say, "I came from across those tracks." in Detroit. So I can talk about from the perspective of being an underprivileged Caucasian from an underprivileged and undeveloped area. Right. And all the things that come along with that, I saw that. Right, right, right. I right. didn't have to hear it. I saw that. I know what it's like for a police to pick on me because I'm underprivileged. I know what it's like to get ran home by the Black guys because I am want to be rapping so right these are real life experiences i don't know how much of these things he raps about he's experienced so it goes back to what you said i've never had a cycle right i've never had an abortion right i probably just shut my mouth or if a woman tells me you shut up i might be like eh, she's right Exactly. I don't. I don't. You know, if I if I'm like, man, why you act like that this time of the month? And they're like, you don't know what it feel like. And we I, don't. You're right. I don't. I don't. We don't. I don't. So, you know, some things that you know, hey man, you have an opinion, but hold that down, bro. I, I'm. I'm. I'm gonna be torn with this one, bro, because I don't know if I know the genre doesn't give a shit because no, the genre it, does because it was broke. It was mentioned to us. Oh, and we got to send it to about it artist. Yeah, in the genre, right? So I don't, I, I don't know, but I don't. No, I'm saying, does the genre care? Because it's not like he's not speaking facts. He's still speaking facts, but the, 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 the speaker is speaking from across, from across the line that that he ain't even across. You know, that, that there is no ramifications of you saying any of the stuff that you're saying. I don't know, bro. This is gonna eat me, eat at me for a minute until I figure out how I really feel about it. Cause I, my gut is saying this is a money grab, and fuck him. But none of the shit that he is saying and has said since we've been reviewing him has been false. You're right. So what? If, what if it? If that? If those words that came from somebody else would it have been more effective? Would it have been more valid? You know, and they're still valid. They're still effective. It's just having to come from a Canadian, you know? So so maybe some of you Americans need to grow some more balls uh, and speak the same words of the Canadian who has zero ramifications from speaking those words. If you said it, it might mean a little more. If you said it, you know that you got some shit to lose. You know that, especially if you're black, you, it might be some folks to show up at your house in some white hoods. You know, he ain't gonna have that problem. So I, I don't know how I feel about this, man. Hey, Amen. Uh, I'm sure there are, when you, okay, now this is my question. This is, I'm going to ask this question and I'm out. Okay. When you see one of the most self-proclaimed patriotic artists in the genre do an album with him, do you question? Oh, that, 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 yeah, that makes it even worse, bro. Do you question the validity? Uh, No, I, I would question the validity of both. Cause it's you know it's about who you're associating with, but it's also until somebody said told me until he sent me that in my inbox and told me that he wasn't even from here, I was still thinking that this dude's one of the greatest rappers ever. And then immediately that gut feeling was like, oh damn! It's like, damn, damn Bill Cosby, you doing that? But does it make me devalue? Did you kind of realize me? Damn, damn, R. Kelly. Like all of the shit that you done done, does it make me question all of that shit now? Does I do I cancel you because of shit going forward? Because of the shit that you have done or where you from? Like I, I, I. Damn, MJ. Like you got a monkey and you touching on the kids, but does it make me not listen to the music because it's classic shit? I don't know, bruh. These are real battles with me, and I'm sure there's people out there that be like, you know, damn if you do, damn if you don't. Oh, do you still listen R. to R. Kelly? I still listen to R. Kelly because I and I still watch the Cosby Show. You still listen to R. Kelly loud? Yeah. Why would I not? My niggas neighbor pulled up bumping R. Kelly last week, to be exact. Right. And the first thing that went to my mind was, oh, "Is that R. Kelly, <laughs> Bruh. You can't, you don't discount, and I'm, and, I, and I'm, I guess we gotta use it in the same context with Tom McDonald. You can't discount all of the contribution they have given to art up until that point. It doesn't devalue all of the shit prior to. Now going forward, you start looking at the motherfucker a little sideways because you know you know. But up until that point, R. Kelly had classic albums. Um, Theo Huxtable gave a good representation of what black fathers need to be in the, in America. Cliff, you know, Cliff, Cliff, Cliff Hustle yeah. was perfect father for, for folks in America every Thursday night at 8 o'clock. Like, I, yeah, do I do I look at him different going forward? Yeah, but it doesn't devalue all the shit. So I, in answer to my question, no, it doesn't devalue Tom McDonald, me now knowing that he's Canadian. Going forward, I'm going to look at the bitch sideways though, <laughs> because now I know that them words got a different meaning, but it doesn't devalue all of the shit that's been presented. No, it doesn't. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Who- well, that's going to be a hell of a soundbite for Heather when she pulled that shit out of this episode. That's going to cause a shitstorm. Please pull this one out. Yes, for sure. Hey, and for those who want to check it out, Chaos and Moonshine. That's the Vice documentary on the Redneck Grey. Okay. If y'all didn't know, Chaos and Moonshine. It's like probably 25 minutes at the most. Okay. Give you some good insight on how that you know, Redneck Rave is on my bucket list to attend. Yes, mine It's on my bucket list to duplicate. Oh, well, well, I like to attend before I yes, but I would like to attend it to see what I'm duplicating, <laughs> right? We've just seen it before, we've seen it at Jack the Rapper, uh, Freak Me. We've seen it, I, I can guarantee you. We've seen it. I, I, I'm not going to attend. You let me know how it is when you go, but I, I'm not going. You think it'll throw me out. I doubt it. Oh, I wish you would. I <laughs> wish a motherfucker would like. A- no, I'm sowing, <laughs> I'm sewing. <laughs> I'm sowing That did we really duplicate? Right. <laughs> That's Next the year. seed money, right there. The, the following year, yeah, yeah. It's the seed money brought to you by the good people over at Threw Your Ass Out at Redneck Red. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, countryrapreport.com. Y'all also make sure if you have not subscribed up, subscribe up to the new to the new YouTube channel, Country Rap Report. Subscribe up, subscribe up, subscribe up, countryrapreport.com, all your country rap report needs, and get you some merch. And shout out to the entire gang gang. Gang gang. 100, 100, zero, zero, right now in the comments area for Heather, who makes everything, everything. True that. All right, it's your boy Vic your Introduce, man. We are the Country Rap Report. Man, y'all, please, 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 please. If you're artists out there, because we're getting so many. There are so many videos, man. Y'all, please send it to an inbox somewhere. We'll get to it, but we can get you on the list. I know when the year ends, there's going to be a lot of people mad. Y'all didn't even review me. Artists, get your promo game together and send us those links. Just send it to it directly. That's the fastest way that we'll review it. Matter of fact, because I'm going to be honest, then I got to a point now where I'm just taking the links that we got and compiling shows, because we don't even, I don't even have to go look anymore. That's good. That's so, Because we got to so have your mama, sister, cousin, auntie, somebody to love you, send us the link. Right. You know, LJ mama sent a link. She is. Your mama That's can nice. do it. She ain't doing nothing. She's just watching the video anyway. All you got to do is hit that share button. All right. Country Red Report, y'all. Next time. Peace peace out.